Welcome back to the Weekly Buy Podcast, uh, episode 23. The final buy round has begun. We're finally back into the home stretch after Origin. Uh, we're here, obviously, with myself, Josh, and, and Lockie. How are you going, Lockie? I'm um, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, man. Good. Yeah, just off a uh, five-week, uh, five-day holiday, so uh, for for the wife's birthday. So it's been pretty good, mate. Been pretty good. Actually, blessed with some good weather and things like that too down here. So how long's your holiday uh, going to be for your birthday? Oh, I don't know. Probably not going to have one. <laughs> it's well, it's on a Sunday, so I don't need to have a day off. <laughs> it's probably going to be it. Just just a, just a Sunday, and that's it. But Maddie gets five days. You know, it's always uh, <laughs> you know, the wife gets whatever she wants. It. Nah, mate. No, nah, it was good. It was good. We had some family visits and things like that. So. Uh, it was good. Footy team got a good win on the weekend, 14-12 um, out at uh, Casey. So. I thought you were talking about the Cowboys. No, no, we did not get a good win <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh. But uh, well, speaking of the Cowboys, mate, we'll, um, we'll, uh, we'll get stuck into the, the round that was, the final buy round of the year, thank God. Yes. Um, and uh, on Thursday night, uh, surprisingly enough, actually, this one really, really got me, uh, the Raiders downing Manly 30-16, to 16, obviously, Manly missing the Trevojevich brothers and Cherry Evans. Uh, the Raiders missing Jack White, however, which is a, still a big out considering that White's probably the only, aside from Papali, he's probably the only useless player and oh, probably the only useful, sorry, useful player uh, at the Raiders at the moment. But um, no, they got a convincing win too, actually. So. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I was going to tip the, dra- the Raiders too in the last minute. I went back to the to Manly. I don't know why, but could will Ricky be happy with that? Over well, he sculled a beer afterwards, so hey? <laughs> I don't know. He a beer afterwards in the locker room, so you'd imagine yeah. he'd probably be happy with it. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard. Look, it's it's like one of those. It's like a, a false kind of win because yeah. yeah, you want to get like you know two points is two points. You win a game, you win a game. You know, it's been a while since the Cowboys won one, so I can't say that. But uh, but you, you're not you're not versing a full strength manly team, and it's like. You know, I mean, like while while you were arguably missing your best players. Uh, no, you know what? It is a fair win. It is a fair win. Raiders are missing Papali and Whiten, which are their best players, and so Manly. And it's like, you know, Raiders turn up to win. They had a better attitude on the night and, and things yeah, went their way. And Papali has been convincing this year? He hasn't, but he's still their best player, though. Oh, I reckon Rapana's not doing too bad. Yeah, well, Rapana's always been, like, he's always been consistently good out in the wing there. Um, yeah, but I still, you know, I still think even talking like important football players, I think Papali is more of a upside uh, to the Raiders yeah, than let's say Rapana, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a good game actually. Good yeah, game. I enjoyed it. Good to watch. Um, you know, obviously it was it was what uh, the game was pretty well done and dusted. You know, with with ten minutes to go and and or fifteen minutes, sorry and. And Manly scored twice in the, the remaining fifteen minutes to kind of keep it a bit interesting. But then the Raiders got that late try with um Emregula to really seal the deal. But uh, you know, good on you know, good on them. It's about time they got a bloody win. So you know, he drag, keeps them off the bottom of that ladder. And and unfortunately, they leapfrog the Cowboys now. So uh, you know, not good. I could keep saying, mate, I'm I'm really not convinced with the Cowboys now. But anyway, that's enough from the Thursday night game, and we'll uh, just skip straight into Saturday's game. Because nothing interesting happened on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's laughs> fucking bunnies, absolutely talented at the Cowboys. Uh, Forty-six to eighteen. Look, I I told you that I turned it off. I didn't turn it off. I stopped watching it. That's what I did. So after what I is arguably the worst two minutes I've watched 
of fucking refereeing this year. Absolute. Oh man, it fucking it absolutely did my head in. I was so mad at this because it's and I know people are banging on about consistency and things like that, but when it happens in the space of a set, it just it just absolutely does my fucking head in and. And and like considering that okay yeah Lukey's was a high shot it was careless but old mate was falling in the tackle he kind of didn't really have anything else to do with his hand whereas Liam Knight was targeting Dearden, led with his shoulder hit him in his head didn't and it went on report it went on report at the same time that Lukey got binned so when they had that stoppage in play they put Knight on report but they they binned Lukey shouldn't have go like. I've seen it happen before where they go back a couple of plays to blow a penalty. Why didn't they? I don't know why they wouldn't go back and blow the penalty for the Cowboys. Either. Well, I've seen that lately that they haven't been doing that. Instead, they'll just like they just did. They just put players on report. But I kind of feel like, and and this is you know not to say that the bunnies do it all the time, but I feel like it was because I don't know who got hit high, but whoever it was stayed down. So he stayed down and played oh, for a penalty where Deedon got up and and kept playing on with the play and and it was kind of forgotten about. But I feel like. Lewis? Maybe I'm not too sure who it was. Pretty sure um, it was, but I, I feel like that's a major contributing factor into into refereeing decisions these days is whether players you know play for a penalty or not. Yeah. You know, if you make it look worse than what it is, like you know you don't bounce straight back up, the chances of you getting simbin or whatever are pretty fucking low. But considering that he you know that that bloke stayed down for as long as he did, yeah, you know, playing for a penalty. We're talking about a couple of weeks back where if a player stays down, they should immediately go off for HIA. Don't do the on field assessment; they go off straight away. Yeah, but teams teams still use that as a as a free interchange though, which I mean is is I mean it's ten minutes. If it's a ten minute you know minimum period for a HI assessment, then fair enough. But I mean, look, you know uh, that's my little piece about that. Um, Cowboys played all right. Oh, I mean, they started the game well, and then it was literally after twenty minutes, man. After twenty minutes, right scored twenty minutes. I think uh, Drinkwater threw that pretty fucking poor ball down at fullback there, put us under a lot of pressure, and then it was a knock-on from Felt, and from then on, the game was done, man. And Walker just had it. It was an absolute masterclass from Walker. Everything he did, he did right. Yeah, like, um, that that first 20 minutes of that, of that game was, like, I was not convinced that Bradbury was going to win. I thought it was going to be, like, one of those games where the underdog comes out and, oh, dead. Oh, shit, we saw it on, on the night before. That, yeah, the 20 minutes is good. That first 20, like, I thought it was some really good footy, but then obviously it just blew out from there. Um, Do you reckon it was more the bunnies were out of touch with the game, or or the cowboys coming out firing that really had them? I think the, the, the came the, out thinking that's just the cowboys, like they haven't won three games. Like I feel yeah. like the Labrador's do that. Eh? I feel like they they come in come into a game. Like per example, was last year against Bulldogs. Bulldogs obviously sit in the bottom ladder again, and yeah. we came into the game and we got absolutely towed up. I think we just went in there thinking that we're going to win. Yeah. Well, I mean, look the the Deedon, the Deedon try was a good try. Um, I mean, arguably they both were good tries, but I mean the 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 Deedon try was a good try, but the the Sean Wright try was a bit of luck. The Tumalolo run through the middle and then that passage of offloading play, and then the felt try was just like pure numbers. But I feel like most of the bunnies tries in there were all uh, good football tries. You know, like they were they were shift plays out the back, really quick football. Um, you know, hitting. I think they hit exactly where they needed to. They hit sort of either on the just in that edge outside of the half or right in the the wings, where for some reason the Cowboys just always have a tendency to either come in, like just just to, to race in and, and completely leave the winger unmarked. But yeah, but what, I mean, what was, blows me away is obviously like teams know that the left edge of the Rabbitohs is is deadly. So like, 
I'm still yet to see a team to shut it down. Well, maybe they can't. Maybe maybe they because I mean, like I, I saw something after the game, and it was like Cody Walker and apparently Cody Walker and, and Johnson don't train on that edge. Like, to, I mean, they do obviously, but they haven't done any like um, any extra training to try and figure out how they play. They just both have some weird instinct where they know what they're doing, you know, like they just, they just have like a, like a Matty Bowen JT kind of like yeah. instinct where they just know what each other's thinking sort of thing. And they know what it be. And mate, look, like the, the way they're playing lately, man, um, you know, you, you can't argue with that. We've got a good um, couple of weeks coming up. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, you do. You have got a good run actually. So hey, anyway, mate, bunnies will be pushing for a top three spot. Um, yeah. you know, along with Manly, I dare say. So, um, there's an NRL ladder, there's an NRL ladder predictor in there. If you're, uh, if you want to do that, I mean, I told you we're gonna finish first. Finish first. I can imagine that. <laughs> Good luck. Wait, how the hell are you gonna get past Melbourne? We're <laughs> only two points. Uh, well, oh, are you, do you actually verse them at some point? Yeah, I'm sure you would anyway. Uh, I don't think we do. We've already versed them. We versed. I know we versed the Panthers in like six weeks. That's our <laughs> biggest one that we've got. Wait, on that, well, I think we play Storm again. Mate, can only hope Nathan Cleary is still out. Uh, oh. yeah, he will be. Suppose he's getting, he, the rehab's not working, so he's going in for surgery. Really? Apparently. Mate, surgery's season ending. Yeah, thank God. Far out, really? That's massive. Oh, thank God. Poor bloke, but fuck. Oh, where'd okay. you hear that? Hey? Where'd you hear that? Um, From a mate. I don't know how he heard of it, but he was reading on something about it. Like, I haven't heard anything of it. Like, I haven't seen anything about it, but yeah. I might have to look into it. Um. Yeah, yeah, let's move on to Saturday's game, mate. Yeah, uh, this is actually a pretty good game um, from what I watched. Um, there is a bit of a talking point at the end of this one, but um, the Roosters beating the Bulldogs 22-16. Uh, look, the bunny, the, the Bulldogs are really in that game, you know, right until right until the end. You know, I mean, they, they were looking pretty – well, they weren't looking likely or whatnot, but, I mean, they made a contest at least anyway. Yeah, like I, I tipped the Roosters, but I was hoping the Bulldogs win. Like, yeah, so do I. I mean, it, I like it, to see the Bulldogs win. It was a good game. Like, especially to make a statement like that, even though they didn't, they didn't win, they made a statement against the Roosters. Yeah. The Roosters, like, they're still a solid squad, but obviously they're not, they're not going too well at the moment. But for the Bulldogs to come it's... out and do that, and they, like, they outplayed the Roosters. The Roosters got lucky. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did. Like, they the Lachlan Lewis mean... try, the little chip and chase. Yeah, geez, that was that a good was try. Good. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Was All right. Man, he had a good game, didn't he? But um, would you, would you say that the Roosters, this is their premiership window kind of closing? Seeing kind of how bad, oh, I'm, I wouldn't say bad, but they only just managed to beat the Bulldogs, you know, and it, it, they haven't really looked convincing, you know, like they obviously got trounced last week by Melbourne and then the week before against Penrith. They only just beat the Titans. Uh, they had a bye the week before. Um, oh, they beat the Raiders pretty convincingly, but they lost to Brisbane. You know, it's like they kind of haven't really yeah, been. Like you miss, so you're missing, you're missing your main your main half. You're missing uh, Luke Carey and Buddy. Um, yeah, but they've they've still got enough talent around there to win more games than that, I, I imagine. Josh, oh, Josh or Brett? Um, Brett Morris is still playing, I believe. Josh Morris is the one who retired. Yeah, like he's retired. Jake Friend's retired. Boy, uh, Boy Corner's retired. Like the team's been hit with a pretty fucking hard hammer. Yeah. Like, like I don't blame them for going through this little dry spot. I wouldn't go as far as saying that their premiership window is closing. Like they'll come back stronger next year, and they'll they'll, they'll still be a top four squad. I reckon. Well, will well will they though? If they've lost those kind of players, who do they have to replace them? 
Like, will they come back? You know, will they come back next year, or, or are we kind of looking at like a? I'd like to say Saluka for Fida, but he's always getting, always getting suspended. So yeah, isn't he? Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So you know, like, are we are we are we now talking about the Roosters and maybe a bottom eight? Like, not a bottom eight, but, but like four to eight team. I uh, yeah, I'd say uh, I wouldn't take him out of the title contention, but I'd say that they won't be up there if that makes any sense. Doesn't really. Yeah, matter. yeah. I think I think top eight definitely, but whether or not you know they can overcome. Uh, you know, obviously they've they've got you know that Swali. You know he'll only get better as he as he gets bigger and fills out. You know more. He's, the kid's only eighteen for crying out loud, or seventeen. Yeah. But you know, uh, look, the Bulldogs looked good. Um, Lock and Lewis have played well. It's it's interesting because I heard today. Oh, not today. Actually, Saturday that uh, they signed Matt Dufty. So it's yeah. going to be interesting. Uh, well, for next year, it'd be interesting to see what happens with Adakar there because obviously they're both fullbacks or they're both wanting to play fullback. And then you've got uh, Matt Burton in there. You've got um, Kyle Flanagan, who can't even get a starting spot in the team at the moment, and he's supposed to be the half next year. You know, you got uh, Jake Averillo playing well. Uh, Meany's going to Melbourne. Lock and Lewis now. He had that cracker game on the weekend. You know, it's like uh, they also. Uh, I heard today that they, they're on the verge of signing Paul Vaughan. On a cut price deal, so three hundred between three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars, yeah, a year. Uh, they, they, and then apparently they're leading the race for to be the Pango Junior. So, uh, broad, but can they put it together? Can they? Can they? Yeah, my only, okay. So you look at the Bulldog squad. Jack Hetherington's already a bit of a meathead at the moment. He's done some pretty stupid things. Yeah. To be the Pango Junior can be pretty fucking stupid at times. Paul Vaughan, I mean, mate, I think he's well past his best. Uh, you know, it's like they've got a bunch of players there who, you know, are not too, uh, they're not too unfriendly with suspensions. Well, do you feel like the players get complacent with like the game? So they sit there and they're like, oh, well, we're not going to win. So I'm just going to be here for the paycheck. I'm not going to put any heart yeah. in the game. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of like you look at, uh, uh, they're not playing for a championship, or they're not playing to win. You know, they're, they're just they're just playing. Obviously, everyone says that they play to win, but realistically, they're not playing for a premiership. No, you know. So well, it's like if you're not paying for money or playing for money, what are you playing for? You know, at the end of the day, because I mean, you can't say you're playing for pride because at some point your pride's going to give out getting fucking belted every single week. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, so. Really, I mean, look, it, I'm, I'm still the jury's still out yet on whether Trent Barrett can, can coach or not. Uh, considering, you know, how everyone thought he was the master behind Penrith's attack last year, uh, and then it's only kind of just shown that he's not going on this year. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird. Yeah. But we'll see how the Bulldogs go. Would you? Would you? Is it too early to say that they're a top eight team for next year? I'd say. Bottom eight, around yeah. nine, ten, eleven. Eight, yeah, I think they'd probably. I'd probably. Uh, I think. I think ten would be their ceiling. Yeah. I think just until they kind of get a few things right, and I still don't think that the the buys that they've got will turn them into a top eight team. Anyway, but we'll uh, we'll push on anyway, man, to the Sunday game. Uh, now this one is uh, what. Got me the wood over you. I know I threw a little sneaky to all the listeners out there saying that I'd back the Warriors if Reese Walsh was playing, and I did that just to throw Lockon off because we we're on the same points of tipping. But now, now he's up one ahead, one ahead. Thank God. You know what? The Cowboys can get pumped every week, but as long as I bring that little trophy at the end of the season back to my place, I'm happy. You know, 
considering. <laughs> so, but uh, hey, this is this is a bit of a um, this is a this is a good game. I like this game. You know, obviously all the tries from uh, Cronulla coming in the first half uh, with only a penalty goal right on half time. Um, they're up 20, 20 to six at half time. Obviously, the Warriors had a better second half, but at the end of the day, it wasn't enough to get the game. I mean, look. You know, I take that back. It wasn't a very good game, I didn't think. You know, it was kind of a bit, yeah. In the second half, it was like nothing exciting really happened. Reese Walsh had a couple of good runs. Uh, yeah. I but don't it was know. kind of like... I don't know. They, I, they, like, they, they fought back too late. Yeah. It's like they went into the second half just with no motivation or no, like, no go forward whatsoever. Yeah. Kind of I feel like they needed though. to... I feel like they needed to um to kind of chance their arm a little bit more towards the back end of that game when they you know it was kind of getting maybe like to twenty minutes left in the game and it was like they were still doing really basic you know one hit outs and then get to a kick and then you know it's like that kind of stuff that wins you games if you're ahead it doesn't win you games if you're behind yeah uh you know and it's like because it, it, Cronulla weren't doing anything fantastic in that second half either you know so no, I don't know. uh look, that was again, a nice Oh yeah, the um the fast one. No, no, it was a elbow, the elbow drop. What was it? Yeah. Fast stuff. No, it was a fast stuff. Was Hamlin, it was yeah. a, you can't see me one. Yeah, Hamlin, Hamlin, Hamlin Ueli. You know what kills me is that guy used to be a cowboy, and we let him oh, go. Well, to, um, is it? No, it's not great. It's uh, he played in the uh, trial matches. For who? The Cowboys, and then he signed with someone else. Forward. Um. Long hair, Kiwi fella, I think. Oh, um, uh, Wimmer Greg. Yeah, that dude. He's at Parramatta. So he he went to Parramatta with the idea that he would get game time, and he got one game, I think. And now I think he's he's just fallen off the wagon. I think he's probably getting homesick or something because, you know, it was it was a pretty like within a week it was like ah oh, he's got a contract oh he's moving oh he's doing it like this week oh okay, so it was like. Within a week or two weeks, he was gone, and you know, a lot of kids because he was a he's a can he's from Cairns, I believe. Um, a lot of those kids they leave home and get homesick, and then you know their football starts to suffer, and that's something that they don't realize. You know, they don't want to buy the time and and uh, you know like play good football at a club where they're happy. Uh, they kind of want to look for eighty minutes somewhere else or look for game time somewhere else, and it's like. You don't realize, you don't like, you know, you've been to Sydney on footy trips. You don't know what it's like to live there. You don't know how busy it is, you know, and how much you are going to miss family when you're living down there. So, you yeah. know, I kind of feel bad for him. It's kind of hard though because, you know, like I don't think he would have played here like at the Cowboys just yet either. Um, but, uh, mate, look, they, we've, the, the Cowboys have had a couple of, you know, very good players leave the club for no particular reason. You know, for example, Jerome Hughes is a Cowboy. Vilimi Kikau, Caelan uh, Ponga, um, who else? Wimmer Gregg, Tuki Simpkins is at the Tigers now, but uh, Hamlin Ueli, uh Brandon Smith. You just going to have a little tangent of what you could have had. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? We'd be like a top four side easy, but mate, for some reason our, our recruitment and retention just fucked us over. But in saying that, Morgan was signed to like a 10-year deal, so as if Hughes was going to stay around and play half behind him. And then we let uh, Caitlin Ponga go in favour of Lock and Coot. Then Lock and Coot shit the bed the year after. So, I mean, <laughs> mate, they're just kicking goals. But uh, anyway, mate, that wraps up. Uh, what was that? Round 17. 
uh, final buy round. Obviously, we've got Origin coming up. We'll chat uh, with that with the the previews. But uh, for all the listeners out there, that's why we're recording on a Monday night because the Origin's Wednesday. Um, but anyway, mate, we'll get stuck into our Symbian send-offs and six agains. I'll uh, I'll take the lead on this one. But uh, my Symbian, and of course, I think we all know where this is going. Um, the Symbian was the the Symbian on Friday night. Again, look, a lot of a lot of teams. I feel like I've I've seen a lot of stuff like this on Facebook, and it's like a lot of people have been like, "Oh, it's so inconsistent and all sort of shit." But I don't I don't think the Cowboys ever really caught much of that. I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe it could be," but it's never affected like me watching the game. And it's like as soon as that happened on Friday, I was like, "I don't know where everyone's coming from now," and it just really fucking did my head in. And then to yeah. find out later on that uh, Lukey he's suspended for two weeks, and Liam not got nothing. What? It's like I don't know. Do they just watch? Do they not watch, like, the replays, man? I don't know. It just doesn't make There's sense. There's a whole, like, like, a match review committee for that reason. Well, I don't know what the match review committee does, man. I really don't know. Because there's some things, like, I have been in games that aren't even Cowboys related. But I watch, and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a you know, at least a week. You know, you watch some of the hits or some shit or, oh, high tackles or or some that you go, oh, well, that's just incidental. There's no way that, you know, that, that should be a... Simbin or a fine or anything, and then it's like they get Simbin. Oh no, they get Simbin. They get like a week. Yeah, you know, like from the match review community. It's like I don't know. It's kind of. It just reminds me of um, a few years ago. You know, Ryan Sims. Yeah. Uh, she um she used to be a Dally M judge, and uh, on the like she she was it was a man a Penrith game that she was uh reviewing, and she gave three points to Apicorosia, but. It, for anyone who ever watched the day, it was clear uh, the game. It was clear as day that uh, he was nowhere near the best player in the park. He wasn't even in the top three. There was three clear players that were better than him. But uh, she uh, she got questioned on because everyone was like, "Well, what the fuck's going on here? How is it? He did, how did he get three points?" Um, and she came out and said that she watched the highlights, and that's how that she decided. <laughs> The three points, <laughs> but I feel like that's what the match review committee does, mate. They just they just watch like a like a highlight package, and if there's anything that's worth watching on that, because obviously they they show you know like the high tackles and things, or some of the bad ones anyway. Yeah. Um, on the match review committee, so I reckon they just watch that. Or they, you know, the KO minis, how they do like the little twenty minute like, <laughs> yeah. games. They just watch that. Yeah, I recommend because five does matter. But yeah, that's that's my symbiote, mate. That's my symbiote. It just. Yeah, it just re- that just really fun. And like I said, I I've never I've never turned a Cowboys game off, and I still haven't yet. But I I was sitting on the couch watching it, and I saw that, and I was like, the, as as soon as that happened in that game, I was like, the game's done. There's like it was it was already just out of the Cowboys' reach, and it was like maybe if momentum swings, if they pick their shit up, they might be able to get back into this. And then the Simbin happened. I was like, we're done. There's no way. And then I think it was like the bunny scored like three tries or some shit or in that 10 minute period. And I was like, I, as well, soon as the scene happened, I was like, game's done. I'm not going to watch it anymore because why am I going to sit here and punish myself? Um, but uh, we'll move on to something else. It's, uh, my my, uh, my send off um, for this week is uh, this is this is kind of an interesting one. So I, there's something going wrong at the Dragons at the moment in regards to this, uh, the, the barbecue or the, the party, uh, the COVID party. So I'm not too sure if you're up to date with it or not, but so Zach Lomax and Daniel Alvaro, there's a there's a um, I believe it's a statement or something like that going around where the 13 players at the club have to sign it to say that there was only players there. You know that they, they you know I, I Zach Lomax you know hereby fucking certify that these 13 players named in this 
um, were the only players present at the barbecue. And Lomax and Daniel Alvaro are two of the 13 players, so only two of the 13 players that haven't signed it, right? So they're both sitting out this week because they're refusing to sign it. What? Why so, are they yeah. refusing to sign it, though? That's a thing. Well, I don't know. So that's what I mean. I don't know. And why would you refuse to sign it? Maybe, maybe because there's a coach there. Maybe because a coach was there and the coach has told you not to tell anyone because, you know, maybe it could be a coach that has previously been suspended from the NRL for doping. Shane Flanagan. Um, what? what? Yeah. The yeah. He's, yeah, he's the assistant coach at the Dragons. Maybe. Maybe it's Shane Flanagan was there. Maybe he was there and told everyone to, to keep it quiet and, you know, not name him. So they haven't, obviously, because they've all gotten together and said, oh, it's just the players. How bad could it be? You know, we might cop a week or something. And then Vaughn got fired for it. Uh, but uh, Yeah, fuck. Uh, they, it kind of does make sense. But what about the other 11 players that are signed it? Well, they're all they're they're either serving their suspensions or they're playing. Wait, so Actually, Zach Lomax and Daniel Alvaro, the yeah. tr- like they 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 may snitch essentially because they're not signing the buddy. Well, yeah, but it could be like a well, we've already lied once about you know this COVID party thing. I don't want to be caught in a second lie if if it ever comes out that there was a coach there. Oh, yeah. So maybe they don't want to be caught in a second line because that would obviously ruin. Uh, they could they could be in for a, more of a suspension, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, the suspensions originally weren't for the COVID breach; they were for lying or decepting police in the NRL yeah. because they all tried to get together and come up with a fake story and shit like that. So that's what that's what my my send off is: is there's something going wrong with the Dragons right now? There's something not going wrong, but going on where it's like a bit shady. You know, and the fact that Lomax and Alvaro are both sitting out because they aren't signing this uh, just kind of adds a bit yeah. to more of the, you know, it, it just, it's a bit, it's a bit odd. It's a bit mysterious, you know, I don't know what's going on there, but That's who knows? Crazy. Who yeah. knows, mate? Well, who knows? But uh, my, uh, my six again, it isn't NRL related because it was a pretty shitty week for football um, in regards to six agains, but. My um my six again is the Aussies at Wimbledon, so um both Ash Barty um won the first Australian women's Wimbledon title in fifty years. Um I can't remember the name of the lady who won it last, but it's actually fifty years to the year since uh since she won it. And uh, Dylan Alcott, Dylan Alcott won his second Wimbledon. Um obviously in the the men's um would you call it para tennis or paralymp? No, it wouldn't be too paralympic. I know it is a wheelchair tennis, but I don't think you call it wheelchair tennis anymore. Or it's not disabled tennis training. I think it might be wheelchair tennis. Uh, but right. he's um he's actually going for a, what they call a golden slam. So uh, a golden slam is winning all of the major titles plus a gold medal. And obviously, it can only come around once every four years, right? Because the Olympics is only every four years. So if he wins gold in the Olympics and he wins uh, the US Open, he achieves a golden slam. And I'm not I'm not too sure who else has achieved a golden slam for wheelchair tennis, but I don't imagine there would be too many to be completely honest what? with you. But what, what, what do you what do you gain from winning a golden slam? Do you get like a No, it's just it's just one of those things. It's like you know, not many people do it. Like to win four, well, uh, to, in his case, to win five major events like that in a year to be the best, it, it just kind of solidifies you as like one of the all time greats. You know, and obviously he he pretty well already is. I'm pretty sure he's won like thirty odd 
titles oh, yeah. already or something. Yeah, cool. something crazy, man. He's a he's a fucking good tennis player. Did you actually see him play uh, Djokovic? No. Novak, oh, Novak Djokovic got in a wheelchair and 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 had like a rally against him. And because they're allowed two bounces and things like that. So, you know, he served off to, uh, oh, well, Alcott served off to Djokovic and uh, <laughs> Djokovic went to hit the ball and spun his wheel the wrong way. So he spun backwards. <laughs> and it's like, man, it just the, the amount of coordination. And just to watch him like get around that court, man, is insane. And, you know, good on him. Good on him. And good on um, Ash Party too, winning her first Wimbledon title. And, um, you know, obviously she's number one in the world and rightly deserves it at the moment, considering yeah. how well she's playing tennis. But, yeah, that's my, um, that's wraps up my Simbin send off six again, mate. So do you want to get stuck into yours? Uh, mine are pretty basic, but obviously my Simbin is Jai Arrow, the COVID breaching Ooh, good camp. one. Good one. Like, He's got a, you know, he had a missus too at the time. Oh, that one and off. Well, I mean, a former Miss Universe yeah. for a, and the, the, the chick he brought back was a dancer. Probably a stripper. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Well, no, Just coming on, what is it like? What's it called? Like, is it like show bar, showgirls or some shit on the Gold Coast or something? There's a really famous one that everyone goes to. So. Um, yeah, like, how stupid could you be a week after, or well, not even a week, like a couple of days after? Um, Paul Vaughan got sacked. Yeah, coaching COVID, like, yeah. And so this is like, I'm pretty sure that um, the coaching staff for the Broncos were in talks about uh, selecting it, like selection next year. So they won't select him next year because of this. Wait, Brisbane Broncos? Oh, sorry, Queensland. Really? Yeah. He's gonna miss out next year. Well, talking about it, I don't know if anything come of it, but um, yeah. Well, there's, there's. I mean, look, there's something really gone wrong with the culture of Queensland at the moment. Did you see the Paul Green interview when they asked him about Jairo? No. Uh, he basically said, I'm not going to talk about that and walked off. And then it was like all the players kind of had to front all those questions instead of the coach. And it's kind of like the, the the buck stops at the coach and it's like you have to nip that in the butt and cut that shit away. Like then and there at the coach instead of sort of walking off and, you know, letting your players cop all that shit. Yeah, I, I don't really, man. I really don't see Paul Green coaching Queensland next year. No, it'll be um, it'll be Wayne Bennett. Do you reckon he'll come back? Yep. I don't know what way, to, but what way to go out? You know, the worst, the the worst ever. We now know that this is the worst ever Queensland team, but the worst ever previous Queensland team ever to play Origin, won a series, you know, against all odds kind of thing. You're up against a juggernaut that was New South Wales to come out with a series win. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, saying yeah. that though, it's not his. It hasn't been the last time that he's retired from Origin and come back. You know, he did it with Alfie Langer back in the day, and uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he's done it before. So yeah, I think I think he'll take over the Origin reigns until um, the second Brisbane team. Yeah, to that kind That's of. That's not a bad idea. Uh, I don't really think we need to touch on my send off and sixes again because we already touched on. But my send off is the inconsistency with head highs, and my six again is a bulldog performance. But obviously, we touched on that in the preview. Yeah, Pretty basic yeah. stuff, um, yep. but yeah. Um, what I want to talk about is obviously the relocation of 12 teams into Queensland. Oh, yeah. That's big news, isn't it? going to be? How many are going to watch the Rabbitohs play multiple times? Will you be able to go to it, though? Yeah, we're going we to have crowds. Even like, uh, even though that they're in a bubble right now? Yeah, it's not like they're not going to have crowds. Like Brisbane and that are in a COVID bubble as well. Every NRL yeah. team is in a COVID bubble. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, New, New South Wales have really shit to bed. How, but how is it interesting that Queensland's also been uh, – oh, sorry, not Queensland. The Origin also been moved to the Gold Coast. 
Yeah, that's pretty crazy. On, on top of, like to see on top of Newcastle, obviously they don't really have that much capacity there, but like, no. Even... Well, they wouldn't have had any. I mean, the way New South Wales is going. Ironically enough, just to rub it into the the face of every New South Welshman out there, I know that you're on the Origin and you know all that sort of shit. But uh, their health minister came out and was like, when or, when it started, like. You know, if maybe, maybe they had like four or five cases a day or some shit. She was like, "We're not going to rush into lockdown because we don't do that here. We play it smart and we play it sensible and we look after people." And all of a sudden, they're now there's like 120 cases today or some shit, and 35 of those were community cases. So it's like those 35 people have gone out. Yeah, she's royally shit to bed about this, and she come out trying to like be like, "No, we're not like that. We're not like Victoria." And then shit to bed. So fuck you. <laughs> 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 I keep oh. telling people we've like Stephen Bradbury our way into the front of COVID somehow. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. Oh yeah, I like I don't know. I think um, I don't know how it's gonna work. Like it'd be good if like back to back games are played at um, like Suncorp because then you just buy day well, pass and just go. Well, yeah. I mean, they're probably gonna do like a Sunshine Coast. Suncorp, Queensland, Seabus well, uh, kind of thing. What I heard was that it's going to be obviously Seabus um, Stadium in Suncorp and then uh, Sunshine Coast Stadium be used as a backup. Well, even like I'd like to see him play at uh, the Dolphins Buddy uh, Oval. I think it's like yeah. play Oval or Morton some Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't go there, but it'd be good to, uh, good to watch him play there. Like they got yeah. a, I'm pretty sure they just did a massive upgrade. So they've got like the capacity of things like 15 to 20,000 people. Yeah, they've, well, they've got a, an NRL team capacity ready basically to go. So it'll yeah. be a good test for Redcliffe, though, to see, you know, like if they do have a couple of uh, actual NRL games there, if, if, you know, like the infrastructure and things around Redcliffe is able to hold up and, you know, like it's not nightmare getting in and out of Redcliffe and things like that on game day. So it'll be kind of like a bit of a precursor to see if they are actually able to hold, like, you know, regular NRL games. Hey, did you know uh, that Tanoa Brown has joined the Raiders immediately? Uh, the Dragons? Yeah. Yep, until the end of July. So it's a three-game deal, which is quite odd, I thought, from the Warriors. Actually, something else while we're on the Warriors. Um, unfortunately enough, they had to pull out of their uh, Auckland game. So there was yeah, a... Yeah, I, a... um, I think Abdo's looking at shifting that towards the back end of the year. Well, who are they going to... I mean, they I mean, it's supposed to be like... Two other like... shake. Uh, well, we'll, let's go round 25. Who are the Raiders, Raiders versus round 25? Titans. Warriors. What? Warriors. Am I saying Raiders? Yeah. Oh, bro, I've been up so early. Um, yeah, uh, like, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. What are we, yeah. Uh, look, I, next on topic I, you know, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look, man, I, I hope they, I hope they get back to New Zealand just to give, um, Tuvaz a shake to send off that he probably deserves, and to give the New Zealand play, you know, fans a a um, you know, like a, something to look forward to, at least a bit of rugby league. But in saying that, a lot of people now there's a bit of hype coming up around because Sean Johnson tweeted that you know how good would it be to take the NRL to New Zealand and and go around you know the South Island, North Island, that sort of thing, playing a bunch of games up and down the coasts, but which which would be good. Like I'd really like to do that to give back to New Zealand for what they've done, but you'd have to quarantine there and quarantine back. So you'd have to quarantine two weeks there. You'd have to quarantine two weeks on the way back. And there's absolutely no way that they're what not going to... they're inside the COVID bubble? Well, the COVID bubble only exists in uh, Australia. So... Yeah, but, yeah, no, but you know how we got the bloody... Um, 
the Trans Tasman bubble. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure because they they come from Sydney, so they're from Sydney, and even though regardless of, you know that they they're living down in Queensland now. What if they do their two week? They they play in Queensland for two weeks and then they fly over. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they might be able to. I, I don't. Oh, jeez, I'm still choked. Um, I mean, look, it's it's. My eyes, my eyes. <laughs> it's a um, look, it's it's a lot to it's a lot to um to try and organise in such a short amount of time. Considering that they, you know, like imagine the NRL trying to sort all this um to trying to sort it out. Well, I'd love it. I'd love for him to do it, man. I like, could it be amazing because obviously, like I probably won't go to another rugby league game this year because of what's happening. You know, they're at least a month away, and then you've got, you know, like I mean that's that that rules out the Penrith Melbourne Storm game here in round twenty that I wanted to go to. So, uh, oh, the Penrith Melbourne Storm. No, because I'm pretty sure the Penrith Storm, the Storm and uh, Storm and North Queensland are the only teams that can still have the home grounds. It's a fly and fly out basis, essentially. Oh, dead set, really? Yep. So Cowboys oh, can go no. to Cowboys can go to Melbourne. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, what well, the Cowboys don't come down there anyway. But um, uh, I didn't think about that about that Penrith game. Hell yeah! I mean, because that's literally that. I'd love to go see that game, man. And we might be doing it as like a little footy team thing, like going there as a footy team, going and watching a, a Penrith Melbourne game, which would be awesome. But when the hell is that? Wait, when is it? Um, but anyway, we'll um, we'll we'll uh, you know, obviously, teams moving into Queensland, things like that. We'll um, we'll get stuck into another Queensland New South Wales game. Unfortunately, coming up on Wednesday night, um, game through a state of origin with the Blues already wrapping the series up, um, and convincingly at that as well. Obviously, I think we've talked about uh, ins and outs of the Queensland team last week, did we? I think we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think we did. Yeah, we did. With Hamaso and the centers. Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, look, game, like, I don't know. Um, there's no, you know, aside from obviously Jairo, Cohen Hess has been moved. In, uh, he's been brought into the extended squad. So I do think maybe Tino will move up into the lock and then, you know, maybe either between Molo, Man, or Flegler will come on to the interchange bench. I dare say it'll be between Molo, Flegler, or Hess now. I'd like uh, – I, I, what I would do if I was Paul Green is I'd put Tino at, uh, at lock and then I'd bring in Molo for for feeder and uh, – yeah, I'd probably bring in Hess actually. I'd bring, put in Hess uh, on the interchange. Man, Fafita really has done fuck all for Queensland, man. He's done nothing. I mean, it's kind I'm of funny. Happy suspended. The the Queensland um, photo they've got for Tabai Fido is him in a Cowboys jersey. Yeah, it's still Queensland. I mean, and then Kurt Man in the Newcastle jersey. Yeah, no, no, it's funny, but like they just haven't, they weren't ever in like calculations for Origin this year because usually if you were or if you know you're in the emerging squad and things like that, you go and get a photo in an, in an Origin jersey so they can throw it up there for you, but. That didn't happen, but on the um on the New South Wales side of things, obviously Mitchell Moses making his debut at uh, halfback again. We spoke about that last week, but I don't see any other changes uh, for New South Wales. Um, but mate, how do you how do you see this one going? Obviously, I think we're probably both on the same page here. Um, uh, gonna be a close one. You reckon? I'm kidding. Oh, uh, we're gonna expand again as usual. Yeah. Mate, I just, I like, I think that, I think our edges are just too young. Well, I mean, aside from obviously Valentine Holmes and Gagai, but it's 
the problem wasn't the winger in game two. It was the centers. So, you know, Dan Gagai hasn't been playing great for Origin all this year. And then you've got Travoy Rich and Adakar up against Tabwai Fido and Xavier Coates. And it's like, that's just a recipe for disaster. Yep. Considering how young both of those guys still are, uh, you know, and how how good a football that Travoy Rich and Adakar are playing right now, it's they're going to get torched, man. And I kind of feel bad for them because you know, they're only young. They're only young. And, you know, like while Hamasite like Hamaso will bring a bit of speed and things like that to Queensland. Like you said, mate, he doesn't go looking for the ball just yet. Cause I, I, I think that is just due to him being young and he hasn't filled out quite yet. So every time he goes in for a hit up, he'll get crunched because he's, he hasn't filled out yet. So it's like, I, um, he's not going to go I'd and do that. Like in Origin. Him, I'd like to see him come out of this game or even like after the first 10 to 15 minutes of this game, just have just a flash of confidence. I'd like to see him actually come out of the game and play for the Cowboys again and just be on another level. I'd like to see – what I would like to see from Queensland, though, is is play a similar style that New South Wales are playing, where the centres come in, they get early carries, you know. They, they don't put it on the the middles to make all those tough carries and stuff coming out of our yardage. Because the way that New South Wales are running it is they will get their centres and wingers and things like that, and they will get in there and they'll make those hard tackles. And then it leaves all of their, uh, their middles all fresh. Yeah. So, you know, they're all fresh. They, they're defending that, that middle easy because they haven't had to do the hard yards and things like that. And that's, you know, it is it is the perfect game plan. Like, you know, I've, I've kind of been a bit uh, hard on um, Fitler recently, or not recently, in the last few years in the way that he coaches because I didn't think it was right. But this game plan that he's got now for New South Wales is the perfect game plan for the team that they've got. Like, I can't fault it all, man. And, yeah, like, I just think, it's going to be another whitewash. Queensland have to score eight tries to nil um, to avoid the worst points differential in origin history. Um, there's been four Queensland whitewashes and there's been three New South Wales whitewashes. And I believe that uh, that's going to be all even after Wednesday night, to be honest with you, man. I, I really, really, I really find it hard. You know, usually I'm kind of like, I'm like cautiously optimistic about origin. Like even if we're getting pumped, I'm kind of like, oh, I can kind of make a case that we might be able to come out and spring an ambush or some shit, but I can't make a case for Queensland winning this at all, man. I can't. I can't. Like, I, I, I'm, I, like, I'm going to watch the game, but I'm like, oh yeah, we're not going to win. I know we're not going to win. Yeah. Like we, we, like we've been pantsed for two, two straight games. Like, and the, the thing is, is, is the footy, well, and we've been fucking flogged. Yeah, and and what and like it, if you look at it now, it's like oh, okay, oh, Queensland are playing for pride, you know. Okay, they were playing for pride in game two. How'd that work out? It didn't work out well. New South Wales are now playing to pull the fucking pants down to Queensland, and I can guarantee you that's more motivation than anything Queensland's trying to do right now. Anything that they're trying to motivate Queensland with the Blues, it, it just it, as simple as whitewash. That's all it would need to be. Hey, how much do you, you know? Three games in Queensland. How much? How much more do you want to rub it into them? You know, like yeah, like you think, like this is this would be the perfect year for Queensland, but it'd be a massive excuse for New South Wales. Obviously, three games. Oh, in yeah. Queensland and yeah. Queensland win, but now yep. there's three games in Queensland and New South Wales win. Like it's it's the ultimate insult wow. to Queensland, man. It is. Three it games, is. and and it, we've arguably played the worst Origin series I've ever seen Queensland play. If we don't win this game. Like every player that put on that jet, that, that Queensland jersey should be embarrassed about it, like themselves. Like, oh fuck yeah, mate! I like, yeah, I, it's yeah, mate. It's already embarrassing enough as it is now. If they don't show some sort of fight in game three, it's mate. Culture's out the window. I've got yourself. Um, all right, let's get on to the bloody upcoming round. 
let's get stuck into it. You want to leave? Titan Zeals. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm actually not even going to ask you for you. Actually, I will ask you for your tip, but I'm not going to follow it. <laughs> uh, oh, look, mate. Um, well, we got no, uh, we got no Thursday night game, obviously with Origins. So that means there's three Sunday games. Yes, yeah, three Sunday games. Um, oh man, uh, depends if Mitchell Moses backs up. He will. In saying that, I still think oh, that even without, might. hey, I was gonna say he will, but then I realised it's only two days after the Origin. Yeah, but players have done that before, you know. Terry uh, yeah. Evans backed up um, against the Cowboys in game. Yeah, after but obviously he did nothing in game two. Yes. He did. Uh, but uh, look, man, I think even without Mitchell Moses, I think Parramatta's got too much class and the Titans just fall out of games too easily. I mean, even though they um they got a good win against the Raiders uh, the last time they played, I think, uh, you know, Parramatta, I believe, also had a... Oh, they only just narrowly went down to Penrith, that's right. Um, yeah, I think Parramatta, man. Parramatta have got too much class. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, did I be the same, eh? Um i got to go Parramatta. Obviously, Reed Mahoney's back in, I believe, or he's been um, named on the squad. Uh, well, they haven't named teams yet, but... Uh, this is the match preview. Four hours Ooh, ago. I mean, it would be good, would be good to get Mahoney back in anyway, but... Yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, obviously, i, I got to get yours, dude. Like, you can't, I can't go past the bloody... Um, uh, the Titans. Sorry, I can't go past Para. Titans are just... Yeah. They're hot and cold. Titans just falling out of games too easily, man. This is going to be an easy one. The next game, the next Friday night game, uh, which is Manly versus Dragons. I think we both know who we're going to tip there, and that's going to be the Dragons. Yep, 13 plus. But you know what? This is this is actually... I mean, look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... Hey? Did you just hear what I said? Yeah, Dragons, 13 plus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, look, man, this is... I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see who they name and who they don't, but this can kind of be like a one of those like weird danger games where obviously Manly going to come out thinking it's probably going to be an easy win. Uh, and, you know, some of those Dragons rookies are obviously going to come in having a point to prove whether they'll be able to put piece together or not. It's going to be another one. Probably not, but uh, Manly didn't convince me last week uh, without Travoy Rich and, and Cherry Evans. And, man, it just, I don't know. This this is one of those like interesting ones where you know if the manly that turned up last week turns up this week the dragons could beat them. Yeah. Well, when's buddy uh, Jake return? Uh it's probably after this week, I think. Because yeah. I mean, he, he was missing game three anyway, so you'd think it'd have to be other. You know, if he was good to play on Friday night, he would be good to play on Wednesday. So you'd have to think it's a week after. Yeah. Uh yeah. All right. Well, I'm tipping manly, man. Yeah. I can't I mean, go past manly. Wow, only one Saturday game. It's truth. Only one. There's three, you ding that. Uh-uh. On the NRL app, there's a massive gap between the two, the first two Saturday games. <clears throat> um, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. Raiders and Sharks. Um, again, this is a tough one because the Raiders played really good last week and Cronulla kind of only just managed to get a win over the Warriors in that second half. Look, I still think I still think Cronulla, but I think you know it might have been last week. Might have been a bit of like a um, kind of like a weird revenge game for Sean Johnson, where he like plays you know against his old it's club, but he's going years. back to him anyway. And what was that? So it's been like three years since he's been there. 
Yeah, but you always want to have a good game against like an old club of yours. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, well, I don't know. I reckon I'm going to go Raiders, eh? You reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go the um, the Green Machine. I can't like I don't know. I just think they they. I don't know. I can't say back on track or they've opened another door, but it's just yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they can back it up, eh? Yeah, and like I, I'm not convinced with the Sharks though. Yeah, neither. I don't, know, I don't know why. I just I feel like they've they've had their they've played their grand final mid season. Well, mate, they're in the eight, so mm. don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, it's kind of you're kind of just kind of expecting the dragons of old. I'm not dragons, sorry, the sharks of old to come back. Where you know the start of the season they were just an absolute basket case, you know. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic because it was like you know at the start of the season you were like, okay, we might be bad, but thank God for Manly and Cronulla, and now it's like, oh, shit, Manly and Cronulla aren't playing that bad, and now it's thank God for the Bulldogs. <laughs> Always. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to do Raiders. You got Sharks? Yeah, I'll, I'll go Cronulla, man. All right. Well, on to the Cowboys and Roosters. Mm, yeah. <coughs> this will be a game of football. That's all I have to say about that. Nah, look, man, I think um, the, the Roosters have too much classy, man. I think... I, look, I seriously think, man, I seriously think the Cowboys are just in a fucking hole at the moment and... There's absolutely nothing that they can do to get themselves out of it. I just I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know how like they went through that mid-season resurgence uh, where you know they, they looked likely they looked like they were going to nail a, a top eight spot and then they just absolutely bombed it. I did a ladder predictor today while we were just messing around at TAFE and I have them finishing twelfth where they are, you know, because it's kind of like we ver- we have a shit run home like we versus like Melbourne Roosters, um, we versus Manly. Uh, you know, like we've got a fucking rubbish run home, man. And I feel like the only game we'll probably win left is against the Broncos. And, uh, you know, that's pretty depressive viewing, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I think this is going to be a closer game than you think. You reckon? I think the Roosters will win, but it will be pretty close like last week. Just actually, while we're still on the Roosters, what do you think of Sam Walker at the end of last, the, the game of the weekend? Why don't you keep the ball out? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why Why run 90 metres back? And then it's like right at the end there, you, you don't even run out. You just, you like kind of fuck around at the, the like in the end zone, like in the, yeah. what are you doing? Like when the try, what are you doing? Yeah, bro, just Why like. Why not kick a field goal? Yeah, why, why not? Why not just like die with the ball? Like, yeah, you know. Why do you kick a field goal? Like, I don't know. That, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, was really weird. it just, mate, it just absolutely <laughs> fucking confused the fucking living hell out of me, mate. <laughs> and like, do you, reckon, do you reckon he lost 90 meters in his like running stats <laughs> that game? Because <laughs> he ran oh, back. Imagine that. Yeah, negative 90 or something. <laughs> <laughs> How did he run backwards? No, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was quite, uh, uh, immature from Walker, I think. No, it wasn't smart football, you know, obviously. Yeah, I know, I know. He still shows his use in that sort of thing, even though they had massive wraps on him. But yeah, um, yeah, I think Roosters, mate, Roosters are going to win this one. They'll probably win it easily, too, to be honest. Yeah, right. Well, on to the next one, Storm vs. Knights. I don't think really needed brush over this because Storm are actually going to tower the Knights. Yeah, Storm by a million. Yeah. This is going to be a fucking bloodbath again. Um, Warriors, Panthers. Uh, Penrith. Penrith, again, I think that's going to be a back-to-back blowout score. No Cleary, no Luai. 
Yeah, I still think I still like the Warriors. They weren't. They didn't convince me at all on the weekend. And now having to move again up to Brisbane and like relocate all your family and shit like that, it's like it's more of an inconvenience for them because you to. know, like they've gone. Hey, they well, be. yeah, they kind of are, but they aren't. Like you know, it's like they're kind of just they're they're like traveling fucking gypsies at the moment where they can't find a home. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I think man, kind of, that. hey. They're little huts and vans. <laughs> yeah, like little wagons and fucking donkeys yeah. pulling around and shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Warriors with this. Hey, oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to smoke you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go the uh, go the Warriors. Wait, I can't help but feel like you're just trying to throw me some curveballs well, here. So I'm I can't the Panthers, Panthers are fucking shit without clearing law. Yeah. They're not. They're shit without clearing. Well, like, Burton is not. A, he's not a five eight anymore. He's, he's now a center. Yeah, right. he is. That, that is not. That, I'm not convinced that they can win without the two halves. Yeah. Oh man, I I kind of kind of help agree with you, but I just think I think if you look over the park, it's like one to seventeen. There's probably only maybe two positions there where, or three positions. You know, maybe Reese Walsh over Edwards, Duvaza Shek over whoever he's. I mean, if it's Toto, you'd probably pick Toto, but. Uh, whoever the other wing is, Charlie Staines, I probably picked Bill yeah. and then oh, maybe Adam Fenor Blake over uh, Leota. I feel like they're the only, maybe the only three positions across that whole, t- you know, both teams that you'd pick one or the other. So, I mean, theoretically speaking, Panthers should win this, but it depends if the Warriors come out. Isn't isn't Nickarim injured? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think. No, uh, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. No, he wasn't. He played on the weekend. Yeah, but I thought he, I heard something that he got injured. Uh, maybe, no, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Uh, well, they could use Ch- uh, Townsend. Well, he's injured too. <laughs> you know what? The one thing I didn't want to happen is him to go there and get injured. And what does he fucking do? Go over there and get injured? Of course he does. <laughs> uh, four o'clock on Sunday: Broncos versus Tigers. Uh, I don't know how the Broncos are favourites for this. I'm going Broncos. Well, look, the Tigers haven't the Tigers haven't been convincing at all, like in any like game this year. I don't think, but you know they still scored 22 points against the Bunnies. I feel like the Broncos um, beating Cronulla was a bit of a that was that was their that was their grand final. I feel like at home on a Sunday afternoon. Again, they're playing on a Sunday afternoon at home, but yeah, I I just I think. Maybe the Tigers will get this one. I feel like, yeah, that was probably the Broncos. Uh, that was probably their grand final. That was probably like, you know, the Broncos go through stages where they play one good game every like five weeks. Because I don't know if you remember, but they beat the Roosters like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Roosters then had like four shit games and then beat, you know, the Cronulla. And now they're going to have another four shit games and probably beat the Cowboys when they play the Cowboys. So, <laughs> Wait, you know, no, my Cowboys, where, where's it? Where's it being played at? Uh, it's in Townsville. Oh, Brisbane, I think. Cause, yeah, it is Brisbane because we went up to Townsville. So, yeah, was it round 20? Was it round oh, 20? I don't know. Yeah, round, uh, round 20. Round 20. Round 20 at Suncourt Friday, 30th of July. So, two weeks from now. So, maybe we might end up getting them in their shit run of four weeks. But, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm tipping the Tigers, mate. I don't think... I think the Broncos, have, they're too hot and cold and inconsistent and all over the shop and... I'm going to Broncos. All right, interesting. There's another one, mate. We might either I'm screaming further ahead or you're leveling it up. So 
Another easy one on Sunday is the Rabbitohs on the Bulldogs. Oh, mate. It, yeah. Yeah. I see Bunnies by a million. I was going to say, I can kind of argue the point and see the Bulldogs putting up another good fight again, but the Roosters didn't play fantastic. Are you are you wearing a bathrobe? Uh, it's not a bathrobe. It's a robe. It's a bath. It's a bathrobe. How cold is it there? Uh, I think it's like sixteen degrees. Yep, oh, sixteen degrees. I think. Let's see what. Let's see what the weather is in Corfu right now. Oh, it's only fourteen. It's, it's ten, eleven degrees right now. And I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, well, I'm not acclimatized to cold weather anymore. You know, up in God's country in Queensland here, it's <laughs> cold when it drops below twenty degrees. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, actually, let's get back into the footy. Um, yeah, bunnies by billion. I think I I would put money on Alex Johnson get another hat trick. I will not be surprised if Bennett rests players. Well, they're playing on Sunday, so Wednesday to Sunday is a pretty big rest. And I I, I don't know, man. I don't think Bennett's really one to like really push for resting players anyway. Is he? Uh, I think he is. I don't Reckon? know. I don't know. I mean, like, even if it's coaching that team anymore, I think um, Demetrio is. Um, well, yeah, fair. But in, look, in saying that, you put forty six points on the Cowboys on the weekend. I don't think the Bulldogs are going to really worry you. Yeah, true. But in oh, saying well. that, I probably put the Cowboys on level pegging with the Bulldogs at the moment in terms <laughs> of footballing ability. <laughs> I, I hope you. Oh, wait, what are you on? You're on sixteen. Damn, there's absolutely no way. Oh. Mate, if Cronulla, Newcastle, Titans, Raiders all lose and we win, we'll jump back into the eight. I just checked the ladder and yes. I thought the Broncos are still sitting 16th, but they are. No, the Broncos have won. I mean, at one point they were and then the Broncos won two games and then it's like, you know, they beat the Roosters and then beat... Uh, I mean, you know what? At least the only saving grace from this season is that the Cowboys haven't lost to the Bulldogs, so... You know, we're kind of doing all right. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, that wraps up. Well, actually, have you got anything else? Uh, no, man. No, we, we, we sort of spoke about everything we wanted to Man. Well, that um, wraps yeah, up episode 23 of the weekly blow-up. Um, thanks for listening. Like, share, yeah. comment. Even though you yeah, can't comment on Spotify, but try it out. Tell you, tell your mums. We've got a Facebook page if anyone doesn't know, so... Currently, I'm the only person liking things, so I'd like some company if you, <laughs> because I made it this far of the episode. But now, nah, thanks for listening, team. We'll um, we'll obviously uh, be back next week, bigger and better, uh, and hopefully with the Queensland win. If not, we won't ever talk about that ever again until next year when Queensland are a sure thing to win again. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just lost for words. I don't know what to say. Oh, mate, uh, what can you say? But anyway, mate. Um, any last words before we cut it away? Stay frosty. All right. Thanks for listening, team.